what's up? You dirty dirties. This episode of the SBP is brought to you by Spotify for podcasters. Um, you know what? I gotta say, it is pretty much the easiest way to do a podcast. If you don't know, let me explain. It's your one-stop shop for all things podcasting. And what I lie to you, what I tell you stories... They got fan interaction, they got analytics, uh, video episodes are available, uh, so easy to just go to their site, download what you need onto any of your devices, and you can podcast to your little heart's content. Um, they upload it to all podcast platforms. You don't gotta do any extra work. You give it to them, and they put it up on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, all the platforms. Super easy. In fact, you can make money from your podcast from fan donation and ad revenue. What is stopping you from podcasting about that thing that you want to podcast? Maybe you're into transcendental meditation and you got some ums that you're going to fucking throw out at some folks. I don't know what it is you're going to be into. Maybe you're going to fucking, you know, maybe you're into, um, maybe you're into gear. Maybe you're into music gear. You're going to do a whole thing on vintage guitars. Maybe you're going to do a podcasting on, um, sheep. I don't know. Whatever it is you're into, go to podcasters.spotify.com and get, getting, uh, the SBP is also brought to you by the Music Depot. This is a music store in downtown Hayward, my hometown. Sure Mics, Ibanez Guitars, Schecter Guitars, Orange Amps, Band Instruments. They got lessons for vocals, drums, guitar, and bass. They even got the most heinous instrument ever made the ukulele no it's not a heinous instrument if you're from hawaii you're fine don't be a middle-aged white woman and try to learn how to play the goddamn ukulele cut cut that shit out anyway (laughs) 944 b street in downtown hayward california also the music depot sponsor of the boyles bistro blowout every first thursday at the bistro downtown hayward Oh, what do you say? We got, uh, I got some dates. Got stuff going on. Uh, tomorrow evening, you'll probably be listening to this podcast. It's Tuesday night right now. On Wednesday, September 13th, when this podcast will come out. So tonight, if you're listening right now, I'm going to say tonight. Hazards will be performing. Live on the radio. I know that's weird in this day and age, but we will be uh, performing at Stanford. Go to kzsu.stanford.edu and check out the live performance of my band Hazards tonight on the radio or online. Uh, September 22nd, Hazards playing Stay Gold Deli in Oakland, California. September 23rd, I will be doing comedy at the 108 Sports Lounge out in Riverbank, California. Hazards playing September 24th at Sofa Fest in San Jose. We will be headlining the San Salvador stage. We will be on at 7 and then directly across the way at the Caravan stage at 7.30. As soon as we're done, Deathgrave will be playing and headlining the Caravan stage. Pretty good fucking heavy, scummy music taking over fucking Sofa Fest this year. It's pretty bad. It's pretty awesome. Um, September 30th, Zed headed down to Southern California, down in the San Diego area to play the SoCal Heavy Jam, second annual SoCal Heavy Jam at the Full Circle Saloon in Santee, California. October 5th, 
The Boyles Bistro Blowout is back. Rick Storer will be our headliner for an evening of comedy produced by yours truly. October 13th, Hazard's playing the X-Bar in Cupertino. October 20th, Hazard's playing the Caravan in San Jose. And November 11th, Zed playing the Parkside in San Francisco, California as part of Ripple Fest. And as always, music heard here on the SBP, not owned, copywritten, or licensed by me, or trademarked, or any of that shit by me, the Sean Boyles Podcast, or any of its affiliates. Don't sue me, or my affiliates. Let's do a podcast. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, burritos. What's up, ball cuppers? It's your dude. It's me. It's Sean Boyles. Welcome to another episode of the SBP. The Sean Boyles Podcast, episode 207, for a late Tuesday evening, September 12th. Today the 12th or is today the... Yeah, today's the 12th. Day after uh, day after 9-11, I guess, huh? September 12th. Did you do anything for 9-11? <laughs> Did you celebrate? Do we celebrate? What do we do? What are we supposed to do? Are we supposed to do anything? Is it a national holiday considered? Is it a national day of mourning? What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to never forget. That's what we're supposed to do. Um, I don't know if I got much for you this week. Um, I could recap a comedy show that I did last week. Uh, my knee. I could talk about my knee, my stupid knee. We can talk about... We could talk about KZSU. I don't know what we're gonna do this. Uh, you know, we'll just see what happens. We'll we'll do reaction of the week finally this week. Um, apparently, it just didn't fucking the website didn't refresh because there was actually a new number one last week. But um, never mind that. I think it was a song that we already looked at anyway. Anyway, uh, update on the knee. It's better. I am back to work, pretty full blast. I am not really, uh, uh, I'm not, uh, I don't know, I'm not tenderfooting around. I'm fucking jumping back in at full full speed. Um, I am, you know, I'm limping still a little bit. Actually, today I don't think I limped, in, I don't think I'm limping, I don't think I'm limping. Um, in fact, today I actually forgot to put on the knee brace that I've been wearing. But maybe that's for the better. Uh, uh, what I've um, what I've gathered is that the tear in the muscle healed quickly, which makes me think maybe it was just the slightest, slightest tear. The way, it, but the way it felt when it snapped, fucking, I don't know. But the fall after the snap gave me more pain than the torn calf muscle because I twisted up the way I fell after the snap. I twisted up my knee. And so uh, every once in a while, I'll tweak it the goofy way and I feel that pain in the knee. But that is happening uh, less and less and less. So we're better and we're fucking going for it. I had... um. I had a Zed rehearsal last week on Wednesday and really, really tested the knee. Sat down and played for an hour and a half. Uh, we ran uh, ran the set, basically. Um, they were very concerned and worried that my knee was not going to hold up. Uh, Grandpa Greg giving me all kinds of advice on what I should, because he's convinced that I've torn my meniscus or whatever. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Meni- is it meniscus? Limp biscuits? I don't know. Um, but I don't think that 
I don't think that's what I did. I don't think I did anything like that. Because he was describing what that felt like, and I'm like, nah, it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I just tweaked it. I twisted it and tweaked it. And um, I've tried to do, um, uh, well, let's just recap that. So uh, that was Wednesday. Uh, did I finish my job on Thursday? No. I finished the job on Friday. Big job that I was doing that I was in the middle of when the leg went down. I finished that job on Friday and then had a show that night. First comedy show I had done in a while. Uh, your boy is not booked to... Well, I wasn't booked too frequently there, so uh, I haven't been doing much, and I haven't been hitting too many open mics either, so um, that's a bit of a problem. So uh kind of went into this, um, I don't know, kind of went into this uh, comedy show a little not confident too much, you know, kind of not the not two uh not a two confidence. Not not much on the confidences. I didn't know what was gonna happen. But um I actually did okay. I kinda <laughs> so um a, a friend of mine, uh, a comic that has become a pretty good friend of mine as of late. Um uh, Holly Shaw, she has uh She's she's also a show producer, and she's been doing these shows called the comedy, the comedy edge, and she had this really cool spot in uh, Brooklyn Basin in Oakland, and uh, she stopped doing that spot and had another spot for a minute and stopped doing that spot. Uh, actually, had a couple of spots that she was doing at one time, and then uh, for whatever reason. She felt like she needed a back off of producing, and now she wants to get back into producing. So she's got this new room at this place called Buffalo Wild. It's a lot smaller than she's used to doing, but she sold it out. She had, you know, 35 people paid, and then there was a couple people that came up uh, and paid at the door. So she's got her little mailing list, and she's got she's actually got a little crew, like a, a following that follows her production. So it's pretty awesome. Um, I helped her at the door, checking people's names off the list, and then um, she did a host set, and then she hosted it, and then I went up and I went first. I went bullet. Uh, had a had a good set up until I did this one joke that I know is problematic because it uses a word that can be a little offensive and. Uh, I did it anyway, and it tanked the rest of my set. That's <laughs> how it goes. You take chances. Sometimes you win. Sometimes you lose. And um, I was winning, and then I wasn't winning anymore. <laughs> but... um I don't know. I felt I uh, she feels another comic had a harder time with their set than I did. Uh, excuse me. Um, I don't know. After um, <laughs> after pissing everybody off with my filth and florn, I kind of think I had the shittier of the sets for the night, but. I really need new jokes. I desperately need new jokes. I tried. Uh, I went to an open mic last night and tried some new ideas that are just super half baked, and nothing even came out of like nothing came out of my mouth that was funny at all. Uh, I know that's what the open mic's for to try to figure that shit out, but I had nothing, nothing, you know. The, pr the premise isn't even good. It's fucking boogers. 
talking about boogers. I mean, come on. Come on, Sean. You're better than that. <sighs> boogers. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, um, I had people after the show on Friday at Holly's show, um, I had quite a few people come up to me and, and say they really enjoyed my set. So that was nice. Um, I just, you know, I felt, definitely didn't feel tight. I said everything right. I flub, I kind of, kind of flubbed my lap, my, my closing bit a little bit. It didn't hit as hard as it usually does. Um, But whatever. I, um, so what happened on, uh, what did I do Saturday? Saturday. Gave an estimate. Came home and fell asleep. (laughs) Got up, gave an estimate. Came back home and slept most of the afternoon. It was glorious. Little Saturday afternoon nappings. Sunday. Um, oh, Sunday I went to. Uh, so every fall, Castro Valley here has something called the Fall Festival. Ex- Actually, it's not even in the fall. They always, it's the second. They call it the Fall Festival, and it's the second weekend after Labor Day, which technically is still summer. You do the you do the weekend after Labor Day, the first weekend after Labor Day. It's that's it's still it's still summer. It's not summer until the twenty first, right? Or not fall until the twenty first, but um. So they close. They do Saturday and Sunday. Close the street off. Have a bunch of vendors, people selling shit. People uh, having. They got their little trinkets out there. I saw my uh, my friend Judy, and her little trinkets were for sale. Um, and I almost bought a trinket. She had a little little beaded uh, bracelet joint that I that looked pretty cool. I almost bought it, but it was kind of expensive. <laughs> I didn't have. Uh, I didn't have any cash on me, so I passed. I should have bought it anyway, right? Support my friend, right? Um, and then I went. Uh, I'm starting to go. I'm starting to go to the punchline on Sundays. I don't know if I've talked about this before. The punchline, the big bad comedy club in San Francisco. Um, world famous. It's a lot of comics' favorite comedy club in the country. Um, they every Sunday they sort of cater to the local comics with a um with a with a with a showcase. They call it just the Sunday showcase. Um, you go and you show up, you don't sign up, you don't sign, you don't put your name in a hat, you don't fucking sign up on the open mic list, you go there and you hang out, you check in with one of three people that could possibly be running it, let them know that you're there, and if you are seen showing up regularly for the Sunday showcase for about six months, eight months, nine months, maybe a year. They will pick you to go up and do a set. Now, some of the slots are pre-booked. Comics that are in town, uh, bigger more established local comics. Uh, some are what's called past at the club, meaning they get work from the club, either opening or hosting um, in varying degrees of uh, importance. Uh, 
for example, Mean Dave is passed at the San Francisco Punchline. It's one of his uh, bigger credits. Uh, just means you're a paid regular. You sometimes hear that term um, when it comes to comedy clubs. Uh, so the Sunday showcase is that stepping stone to getting to that point. Uh, you get picked, you do well, they might, you still show up. Maybe you get picked a couple more times. And then one of those times is actually an audition. And if you do well, you'll get passed. And then you too can be a paid regular at the punchline. I've stayed away from doing this, uh, for a long time. I, I don't like the system. I think it's archaic. I think it's whack. I think it's uh, gatekeeping. Um, you know, you got to prove your salt by fucking showing up every Sunday. I don't have Sundays to burn like that usually. And I usually, and I definitely going to San Francisco by myself, nah, not really something I want to do on a Sunday night after working all week. You guys, you know, a lot of times I'm working every day of the week. So Sunday's just another day I've been working. So it's hard to get it uh, get it together to go sit down there knowing that nothing's going to come of the evening. You're just putting in the time. And it's kind of like, uh, I got better things to do with my time. So, um, but Holly goes. Holly has been up a few times. She's probably getting close to... Uh, um, getting a chance to audition, so she's uh, she's doing well. So um, she's been dragging me over there, which is fine. And I've been showing my face. Now I'm friends with the guy that runs the door. This dude Dan. I'm friends with him online. He's uh, he's a dark dude. He says some wild shit online. Um, he's funnier than most comics online. That's for sure. Just saying, fucking. Dark shit, you know, and um, uh, <laughs> last time I was there, I said, how you doing, man? He's like, oh, who knows? <laughs> it's like, it's a wild answer to ask, to <laughs> ask somebody how they're doing and they say, who knows? <laughs> but, um, and he's a metalhead too, so we can talk music and shit too, um, so. Uh, the other the other guy that runs the door is a metalhead too because I was wearing I was wearing a a t shirt from the band uh, from this band called Ken Mode and uh, he recognized the band and he's like oh shit dude you went to that show a couple weeks ago I was like fuck yeah you know or last month or whatever it was anyway so I'm showing up and I get to see people go up and get to see people sort of eat shit. And most of the comics that are going up, I don't know. I've never seen them before. I don't know who these people are. The guy that hosted on Sunday, I don't fucking know who he is. He's apparently a Bay Area guy, but I've never seen him before. Now once, never. I can't even remember the dude's name. So, uh, I don't know. We will, uh, I mean, I do see comics down there that I know. Um... But the ones that have been going up, for the most part, I don't really know who they are. There are a couple of people I've known, but most of them not. Most of them not. Um, well, fuck, let's do... Uh, let's get into one of these things here. Yeah, let's do one of these things because we didn't do we didn't do it last time, and uh, it felt weird. <laughs> um, so there uh, was there a new number one this week, but yeah, Doja Cat's got a, a song that's in the number one spot. But we've done that song. We did that song a few weeks ago. Um, and Zach Bryant has, or Zach Bryant has a new album out and that's in the number two spot. Um, I'm not going to probably react to that song because I've become a fan 
of Zach Bryan and his brand of uh, very earnest um, alt country, I guess you want to call it, or um, folk or whatever, Americana. Because it's not country in the traditional sense of, you know, it ain't no outlaw shit, you know what I mean? It ain't no Waylon and Willie. Um, so I had to go down a little bit, and I saw a name that I, I, that I didn't recognize. We're going to do a song by a gentleman named Bailey Zimmerman. Sounds Jewish. No, um, Zimmerman's a Jewy name, right? Um, but Bailey? That's some... Some newfangled name right there, Bailey. Bailey. Anyway, uh, Bailey Zimmerman, the song's called Religiously. Let's um, let's see what's going on with this. Religiously by Bailey. Huh. Kind of wasn't expecting that. Kind of exactly what I was saying. I was Americana, folky. I went looking at pictures I didn't want to see. They brought back memories. You look happy, I guess. Got the life that you wanted, but it ain't with me. You would think by now that I wouldn't care. It's been a couple years, and yeah, I've had my share of other broken up hearts, but I only shed real tears. There's a... It sounds like his voice has got a little effect. The understated backbeat once again. Oh, at least some real drums came in, right? Act like I'm happier now, but all of my friends know that ain't the truth. And lately life's been good to me. Mama's healthy and I'm helping out the whole family. But the people know my name. I made a little change. That don't mean nothing. something on his voice though isn't there sounds like it's got that fucking vocoder effect on there Yeah, dude, his voice has got an effect on it. I mean, I can hear it in these fucking headphones, and these headphones are, maybe these headphones are really good. All right there, Bailey. Um... The only way he's pulling that song off live is if it's fucking got the backing tracks. The backing tracks being a very uh, controversial way of doing music now that everybody seems to be doing. But, um, yeah, I was I actually wasn't expecting um, the pop country from old Bailey Zimmerman. Um, I mean... I don't know. Didn't really blow my hair back. Um, but interesting how um, what the pop country does. You know what I mean? They, they they give you they give you the flavors of country, and then they just do these big sweeping pop production, super glossy, 
got the vocoder effect on the voice just to give it enough of that. Just such, such, such a slight, like he probably sings well and in key and doesn't need it to get to that, to fix anything, but it's used for the effect because we're so used to hearing the voice do that little bit of warble. And it almost sounds like, you know, you know, sounds like somebody swallowing their tongue, you know, but <laughs> I don't know, man. Modern music is just, I don't know. It just seems just, this is no, no innovation anymore. I haven't heard anything. I just haven't heard anything new that really fucking just hits me. You know what I mean? Um, the stuff that has hit me has been, you know, stuff that's tried and true. Like fucking the, um, what's his ass from, uh, um, This shit last week. Um, where is that list? Why are you not showing me my list? Um, the Oliver Anthony song. The Richmond North of Richmond. You know, that fucking hit the heartstrings on that one. You know what I mean? But it's fucking Appalachian Mountains, Virginia fucking bluegrass kind of shit. Folk. You know, not bluegrass, really, but, you know, that kind of fucking, that kind of folk from, from, uh, from years past. I don't know what people that casually listen to music don't listen to music because it does anything for them. It's just comfortable and they want to, they want familiar, familiarity. That's a fucking hard word to say. Familiarity. Familiarity. <laughs> Sorry. Um, you know, they want what's nice and comfy. And it sounds like everything else, it's it, it's it's got to pass. The people that are really into music, it's got to hit them in the gut. And thus, um, you know, a song like... Uh, uh, Richmond, north of Richmond, you know. Um, I haven't had any. That was the last time a song hit me in the gut, you know. It was a handful of weeks ago, but I don't know, man. Not uh, what did I? What, what new shit did I just check out? Uh, I've been uh, pretty regularly on Fridays checking out the new releases. Uh, just through Apple, I haven't really been digging too deep into finding shit that's you know not on Apple or whatever. Um, it's kind of funny. I was you know making fun of uh, Willis because uh, here we are, you know, making sure the the so the hazards the new hazard single dropped on Friday, a song called EZLN, and um, you know we kind of made sure that it was up on all you know all platforms where you download music which is a very sort of capitalistic ideology got to make sure it's on all the platforms so everybody can hear it um but yet um the song itself is uh, about the zapatistas uh a communist organization in southern mexico so <laughs> i guess it's still uh, 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 c communal because we want it on all the platforms so all of our community can hear it. How about that? Well. <laughs> but we're using fucking the biggest fucking rot gut capitalistic companies there are to uh, for the for the music itself. So you know, are we hypocrites or are we just too lazy to give a shit? And really, you know, if you're going to have a message, you know, make it so that it's fucking, I don't know. You want your music to get out there and these, you know, it doesn't cost us anything to put our shit up on these platforms. 
Anyway, go check out the new Hazard single if you haven't already. It's on Spotify. It's on Apple. It's on YouTube. Um, it's everywhere you get music. Hazards, uh, H-A-Z-R-D-Z, and the new single, Easy L-N. Um, what else we got? I had this thought the other day, and uh, be it that I'm uh, back into the throes of being a single man, and living a single life and being a solo cholo and not having anybody to answer to, uh, which personally, I actually kind of like that. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, my freedom, I can do what I want. Um, I don't necessarily like the choices I make when I'm left up to my own devices. Um, not that I do anything to harm myself or, you know, I don't drink and I don't smoke. And so there's none of the, you know, I'm not doing any, any harm when it comes to that, but you know, I keep, I'll keep stupid hours and my sleep will get all fucked off. Like, you know, past couple of weeks, my sleep has just been stupid. Part of it was because I was on my back and, you know, trying to rehab my leg, you know, but you know, other times it's just, you know, get up to pee and I can't fall back to sleep or, you know, wake up coughing all crazy because I think my sleep apnea is, I think I have sleep apnea uh, and I think it's, you know, I'm, it's definitely going untreated, but um, we're going to handle that here pretty soon. Um, but I was thinking about who and what I was doing before. I even met the woman that would become my wife. And when I met her, I was in five bands. Um, I was in Insolence. I was in Zed. I'd already joined Zed. Um, I... Um... Or had I joined Zed yet? Huh. Maybe I was in four bands and it became five bands before she came over here. Uh, all-time highs had uh, dusted that off and had, uh, uh, in fact, one of the, we did a little three, three-day run down to Los Angeles, or down to shit. We played here, we played Los Angeles, and we played uh, Las Vegas. It was a three-day three-way, we called it. And uh, and uh, I think right when we got done with that, I dipped out to Japan with, uh, with insolence, I think. I'm pretty sure. And um, Hellbeard was, was, was still active. And I had my acoustic project that I was doing. So yeah, that was the four bands. And then with within a few months of that, I um I joined Zed. So um I was thinking I have hazards and I have Zed. Hellbeard is I think Hellbeard's a fucking pipe dream at this point. I would love to get James and Joe into that room and just to create and play um, my favorite type of heavy music. Uh, but I just, I just don't see it happening. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I feel like I'm gonna have, to, uh, like I'm giving up on it. Like I, I, I almost. I should text the two of those guys and say, hey, what are we doing? We're just dragging our feet. We're paying on a room that we don't use. So we just fucking, you know, pull the plug, let it die. It's natural death. No harm, no foul, no hard feelings. I love you guys. 
you know, I mean, I, 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 it's nice that I feel like it's in the back of my mind and, oh yeah, Hellbeard's going to play and we're going to fucking, and it's just, it just doesn't happen. It's not happening. You know, I mean, I haven't talked to Joe in a couple months and, and not for any reason, just haven't called him up and say, Hey, how are you? You know, fuck, I should just do that tomorrow. I got tomorrow off. I should, uh. Hit up my man, you know. Every time I talk to him, though, dude, in two weeks, two weeks, we'll get back in there. Two weeks, dude, I'll come down, dude, we'll fucking jam. And I fucking greatly look forward to that, but it doesn't happen. But um, anyway, what I was thinking about was, do I start another project? Do I put the feelers out there? Do I say, hey, I got, because I got time. I feel like I have time. In my mind, I have time. But then I think about, do I have the energy? Because right now, I definitely do not. But I feel like if I'm forced, like if I force myself to do it, I can make it happen. I haven't pulled a trigger on anything either which way. But that's what I've been thinking about. Um, it is definitely hard to juggle more than one project. Um, you know, it's hard to juggle more than one project. And when you get up into three, four, five projects, it's fucking really hard to make all that shit happen. Um, I definitely, definitely want to uh, get my acoustic project back going. And uh, try to dust off those songs. And I mean, I never got them. I never even got the songs down enough that I could perform them for anybody. Um, it was just a series of, of writing and getting things down. Um, and maybe, you know, so I think I, I think what I should do is I have the ability to record myself a lot better than I did before. So I think I should at least get these ideas down, recorded um, and you know, I want it, but of course I want to fucking play, play the guitar and sing it all at the same time, record my vocals and record my guitar, but maybe, maybe I should lay down the guitar tracks first and then come back and do the vocals. Um, You know, can I do that and have it sound organic? You know what I mean? And then practice actually singing and playing at the same time because that's the problem. It's the singing and playing at the same time because um, I lose track of the time sometimes. And I've noticed when I'm trying to play, I'm fucking searching for the chords and I'm not landing on them right and I'm really concentrating and then I'm doing the vocal. And then, you know, it's like I try to write these things so that the vocals are in where chords are being held and I'm not actually playing, you know, playing a rhythm and singing a rhythm at the same time. I try to split it up and, you know, I'm just I'm super out of practice. So I got to sort of dust the shit off. So that's definitely a project I want to get back to. I would love for Hellbeard to get back at it, but... I was kind of thinking maybe do I put the feelers out and start another project that is in that same vein? Cause that's the kind of music I really love. I love that slower, sludgy, heavy kind of stuff, you know, epic fucking 10, 12, 15 minute long songs, you know, I love that shit. I still love it. Um, and I have a fuck ton of riffs that I've written in the last few years that are just sitting around all on my phone recorded just to remind me what the riff is. I probably can't play fucking, <laughs> I guarantee I can't play hardly any of them because I just don't remember how to play them. But uh definitely want to get back to being a little bit more, more efficient on the guitar and... uh Get my acoustic project back up and running. And then uh, my cousins were helping me out with that. So maybe I get the songs back down and then bring those guys in to um, fill it all out. Because I definitely was hearing more music than which I can play on the guitar. 
My terrible, terrible guitar playing. All right. Um, woulda, shoulda, coulda, right? Let's, um, all right. Let's see. I wasn't ready to do the thing, but there it is. Um, I'm using, never mind what I'm doing over here. Let's do this. Play, you silly. Oh, you're just going to disappear? How about this? There Sorry, with the technical fuckery. Um, let's, uh, uh, first of all, do me a favor. Rate, review, subscribe. Wherever you're listening to the podcast, uh, scroll through the show notes or whatever the fuck. Find the review button. Find the rate button. Give my, you know, help me out there. Get me in the algorithms happening. Tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, the numbers are steady at a, you know, 25 <laughs> listens a week. Oh, it hasn't gone up. hasn't gone down. Um, but, yeah, spread the word. Uh, rate, uh you can contact me at Sean underscore Boyles at yahoo.com. You can find me on Facebook at Sean Boyles. You can find me on Instagram, Sean underscore Boyles 510. And I think it's Sean dash Boyles dash five on, on, um, on Twitter or on X. Um, but I'm hardly ever on there. So don't bother. Uh, also, and I always forget to say it, but um, the Earworm of the Week list is on Apple Music. And there is a link in the show notes to that song list. I have been keeping a track. Uh, I've been keeping track of every song that has been the Earworm of the Week. And I've added it to the list every week. Um, so the list keeps growing. So ever, ever since we started doing the earworm, I've been, um, curating a, um, a playlist of the songs that have been stuck in my head over the last, however long we've been doing the earworm. Uh, this, uh, yesterday, or was it this morning? I think it was yesterday, yesterday morning, scrolling the social media before I left for work and I saw a little blurb. Um, I don't remember celebrating the anniversary of this, the release of this record. Uh, and apparently I didn't re I didn't know this, the, this record, uh, for which the, the song that we're doing is the title track of this record. I didn't realize, I didn't know that this was released in Europe under a different name, a different name for this record than what was released in the U S why they did that. I do not know. But uh, uh, I didn't realize that the cover was what it was either. I did. I just I've always seen this guy in his face and his glasses, and I never really paid attention to what was on his head. But it was a little, it's a little little leather little leather cap, little little leather daddy cap that he's wearing. And of course, anytime you got a little leather daddy. You can be talking about no other than Judas Priest. Uh, in fact, speaking of Judas Priest, shout out to uh, my man Jaffa, who came to see me at the Comedy Culture Club on Friday, and my man was wearing a Judas Priest shirt. So shout out to Mr. Green and uh, his Judas Priest shirt. Uh, anyway, this week's Earworm of the Week, Hellbent for Leather. By the mighty Judas Priest. Be good. Keep it dirty. And I'll see you dick knuckles next week.
Fuck Staten Avenue and fuck Ace Freely. Brought to you by Blowout Productions. <laughs> 